Here's a story of a guy named Butthead who was horny for three very lovely girls. <laughs> then along came a guy named Beavis. He was horny too. <laughs> hey Beavis, we like live in the same house with three chicks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 beautiful upstate New York. This is the Slam Tilt Podcast, a show about all things pinball. I'm your host, Ron Hallett, here with my co-host, Bruce Nightingale. Hi, this is another pinball profile brought to you by Canada's own Jeff Teolis. Hi, Jeff. How are you? <laughs> you can find our group on Facebook. We're also on Twitter at Pinball Profile. Hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> Alrighty, sir. How are you? <laughs> Good. I love Ron's intro. It's, it, I, I did think it was taped all the time, too, but... Uh, Ron, you're a pro, and happy birthday, big guy! Oh, thank happy you, birthday. thank you. The big six O. I mean, you're catching I, up to me. I look great for six O. That's all I know. You're catching up to me. No, I'll always be behind you. Sorry. Oh my! Oh my! My wife's birthday is tomorrow, and uh, don't you share your birthday with somebody? I think he does. Another podcaster, uh, Phil Rizzuto. I believe I share my birthday with. <laughs> oh wow! What? What? <laughs> It's Phil Rizzuto, Yankee great. Yes. There's somebody there else, go. too, I share it with that's famous. I don't remember who, but, yeah. You share it with the death of John Bonham, uh, greatest drummer of all time from Led Zeppelin in 1980, which, funny enough, is 10 years uh, before Dave Grohl first played with Nirvana and got signed to be their replacement drummer. So that happened 10 years after Bonham passed away. But we all remember it for Ron Halliday. Ron Halliday it is. And welcome to episode 62, The Pink Panther Strikes Again. Yes. My personal favorite of all the Pink Panther movies. This is Mine also. This is the best one. This is the creme de la creme. Creme de la creme. I mean, the whole, the whole concept is Dreyfus is insane, and he's going to take over the world. That alone makes it awesome. A win-win. A win-win. It's got everything. Doesn't he disappear in that movie? Isn't there one movie where Dreyfus kind of like, kind of evaporates or something like that he just kind of yes he evaporates at the end of the movie oh spoiler alert spoiler <gasps> alert How, can you actually spoil a movie that's 40 years old? That old the funny thing is in the next movie he's back again and he's like the commissioner again like nothing yes. ever happened in the previous movie i never understood that yeah that is weird it's so weird like but... the last episode of will and grace they never had a baby I know, that is weird. I'm the only one who watches Will and Grace, I see. All right. <laughs> I see that. All right. And your manhood card has been ripped up and thrown onto the ground. How funny a nice show, day. Funny show. It was a funny show, but still I can make funny about it. <laughs> is that like Family Guy where like Quagmire is the only one who watched Wings? Yes. I love Wings. I can't believe none of you watched Wings. Come on. He was on for like 10 years. Nope. Never saw it. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Oh, I've had enough of you. Love Wings. So, news of the week. News of the week. News of the week. We're gonna. Why don't we, we? Why don't we have Jeff start us off here? Where he went this past weekend? Jeff, you're like a traveling fool lately. You travel Just to lately, Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo. You come back. You spend a couple weeks at home with your family, and then where do you go this past weekend with your beautiful wife? Uh, for the first time ever, to the West Coast, like. Actually, the first time I ever saw the Pacific Ocean, I went to Vancouver Flipout, which was 
put on by uh, Nitro's own great Tommy Floyd. And what a fantastic term. And Dave Stewart and Jermaine kind of ran things. Uh, main event, a classic event, women's uh, four-strike event, juniors, they had novice divisions, and a great show, too. This was a fantastic Papa event. I really enjoyed it a lot. But you're right. I'm I, Like right now, I feel like Jack Bauer. I've been up, uh, give or take a two-hour nap, about 29 hours in a row. So kind of feeling it a little bit. So I might out-yawn you tonight, Bruce. Oh, my. And you provided <laughs> um, the streaming services for the tournament. <laughs> Yes, High tech. <laughs> yeah. The shaky cam returns. We saw pictures of you from uh, Seattle first. So I yeah, guess my wife and I, uh, we went to Seattle to obviously check out the fish market. I never thought I was going to leave there. Uh, um, just, mm, I like food, uh, as mm. you can see by my other profile. And uh, <laughs> then we went to Safeco Field to see... A Mariners game. Now, here's a little secret. When I went to Bat City Open in Texas in June, kind of the only reason I went there, not the only reason, but a big factor of me going there was that the Texas Rangers were also playing. Not that I'm a Rangers fan. They happen to be playing the Blue Jays. But the same reason for Vancouver football. I'd like to go, but it would be a lot better if there was a baseball game. I'm a huge baseball honk, so kind of the whole pinball profile started by me going to the World Series last year. And uh, being fortunate enough to do that and then go to Stern. So, uh, again, when I look at the schedule of pinball events, is there a baseball diamond I can go to nearby? Which, you know, I look at things like Indisc, which I really want to go to. But it's in January. There's no baseball around there. So I'm like, eh. Yeah, so there I, was baseball. I, went to Seattle. It was good. But Vancouver football, what a great tournament. So was there any rare games there? Lots in the showroom. Tons. Uh, I'd never played Jack and Jill before, an old wood rail, I guess they call them, and, uh, but they had a lot of those, too. Um, for the first time ever, I, I saw and played, shout out to Kevin Manny, Space Jam. I'd never played Space Jam before. And? So I was with Robert Gagno, and uh, not a bad game. I mean, I thought it was okay. Uh, it's not going to be one I love or hate, I'll tell you that, but it, was, it wasn't as bad as I maybe thought it would be. Let me just um, write that down, Space Jam. Okay, good, I got that. Have you played it? Oh, God almighty, I've played it way too much. Okay, so you played it, Bruce. Does it have the the shot where the ball goes through the air? Yes. Yep. It does? It I, on the plunge? Really? Not on the plunge. No, not on the plunge. I played the shit out of that, trying to see, like, because everyone says it rips off from it. That's what NBA rips it off from. Yeah. Yes. I never saw that happen the entire time I played it. What? What? When does it happen? On the Is that left, multi-ball? On the, yeah, on the right orbit, the right ramp. Just like almost okay. NBA does. It's terrible. Terrible. I must have just sucked in that game and never saw it. Or it was broken. It, it, was, broken. it was at a show, so it's entirely possible it was broken. Yeah, What's your terrible. favorite basketball game? That, uh, NBA Jam, Hoops, or Shack Attack? Hoops. Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, Harlem oh, yeah, Globetrotters. So, uh, you know what? Uh, forgive me. Harlem by far is my favorite, too. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But I do like Hoops. Hoops is definitely Hoops a close is good. second. Hoops is good. But if you don't make that... If you don't make that bonus shot, whatever it is, on the plunge, you're SOL. You got to get it back up there. Yeah, right orbit. Get it up, big boy. Right orbit. Get it up there. Get it up there. Right orbit hits the target. Yeah, I guess. I I, <laughs> I, I, I know I zeroed on uh, Hoops at Pinburg, one of my many zeros. Oh, boy. Yeah. So uh, how did you do in a tournament, sir? Vancouver, uh, got a buy in the classics, uh, which nice. was a neat t- format, too, because... 
the classics tournament was a papa ticket, which I don't think I've ever qualified ever for any kind of papa ticket thing before. Now, mind you, I've only ever done one, and it was in 2016. Um, and you know, I, I wasn't the man I am today. Mm. Uh, anyway, so I, I got in there, and the funny thing about my ticket, so there were over a hundred players in classics. I'm not even sure. I thought I maybe it was 140, 160. I finished sixth. Here's the thing. I got a buy being top eight. One of my four scores on the ticket was a zero. Wow. That's a bleed out. <laughs> that is a bleed out. What were the other games? Can you say what the games were? Do you remember? I do Classics. remember I got lucky on Melody, which I actually really enjoy that game. You know, the old uh, EM. Mm-hmm. I, I find it fun. I like the shots on there. I find nudging not too bad. I think, funny enough, oh, they had Pink Panther there, a game I've never seen. Yes. And it was off when I went to go take a picture. I was going to send it to you guys for Slam Tilt, but uh, it wasn't bad. Big wide body. Uh, it was t- the locks weren't exactly uh, staying. You know, I thought maybe I just wasn't shooting very well, but making some shots and they weren't locking. But I, I like Pink Panther a lot. But the other game was, and you know this, Bruce, because I sent you a text. I'm like, how do you play <laughs> big game? They had big game, and I know you've got that. You had a Buffalo Pinball Summer Open, didn't you? Yep. Yes, we did. I just like just keep it up, get it up top, get it up top, get it up top. And, That's you know, all I was doing, and and just I mean, really no brain, just left spinner up top. Yep. Take the five thousand for every letter, and yep. Do it again. Rinse and do repeat. It again. And the funny thing is, by the end of the tournament, the top left flipper on big game was disabled. Instead of shutting the game down, they they put a note saying, "Look, we'll play." And some guys are like, "Oh, this is great." It wasn't for me because. Uh, Chris Warren, uh, L-O-T-R breath from Alabama, who came up to the Buffalo Pinball Summer Open, yes. and he was at Cleveland Pin as well. He um, he told myself and Jack Tadman, you know, how to get over on the right flipper without tap passing, because um, it was I found it difficult to tap pass, and it was basically post pass on the bottom flipper of the left, post pass into the top flipper, yep. worked every time. So now that that was disabled, I couldn't do it. I was like, uh. Yeah, that's that is a little hindrance. It's weird how they let it keep on going. That's weird. Yeah, and I think my other game was Viking too, and I uh, some guys just blew it up. Uh, one guy got two point eight million on Viking. You know how hard that is to do. Uh, very. A lot of fifty thousand shots. And a lot of spinner. A lot of collecting bonus. Yeah. Yikes! I couldn't it, imagine those, that. Great games. Fun, fun time. Good tournament. And you know, a game. If a game went down. Repairman right on it right away, never out for a long time. Uh, even even in the main bank, they had Twilight Zone, and they quickly yanked it for, I can't remember the game they put in instead. It was a game I didn't mind. Maybe it was Tommy or something. I can't remember what they put in, but they put in something immediately so that, you know, they had a full bank, and that's really important. If you're running a tournament, especially a Papa Circuit event, and you say there's going to be nine games in the bank, in the main bank, and say seven in the Classics, if one goes down, certainly day one of a two-day or, or three-day qualifying, you have to replace it. Yeah. That is key. Yes. And especially if you got a show with a bunch of machines around, you can replace it. Yes. It doesn't have to be the same game, but it, it just avoids longer lineups, uh, more action, probably more if, uh, money to the prize pool if that's something that interests people. But really, just when games go down, it's going to happen. Hopefully, you've got a tech there to fix it. But if you can't fix it, you got to replace it. That's super key. Totally agree. Especially when it's Twilight Zone. 
Yeah, just get rid of it. <laughs> just get rid of it entirely. Burn, baby, burn. So um, I believe Robert Gagnon won the classics. He did. He. Uh, I don't know if he drove the bus on it or not, but I mean, kind of a repeat from Buffalo Pinball Summer Open where he won the classics too, if you recall. That was amazing. He was 24th, just squeaked in. And in fact, I think Zach might have helped him on the last game. There was, whatever the case was, he just squeaked in and wound up winning the uh uh, the classics. I think he knocked you and I out, Ron, in, in one division, or maybe you advanced. But uh, no, he took me yeah, out. He, he won the he won the classics, and Jermaine won the main. Jermaine, uh, it was amazing what it came down to because Jermaine had two points. The scoring was five for Raymond Davidson, four for Chris Special Chen from Seattle, Vancouver's Sean Lynn had three, and two for 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 Jermaine who was driving the bus. So he picked Tommy, which mm. had the new ROM, so modes were actually worth something. But it didn't matter. All the points were on skill shots. So you go 10 million, 20 million, 30 million. The top score was 105. Oh, wow. And Jermaine won. Ray got last. So it ended 6 5 5 5. And they had, oh, you wow. know, Jermaine won. They had a three way tie for playoff to, uh, for second place. I heard Raymond was not too happy. I'm sorry, Raymond. He wasn't, but Raymond's a man, and he and he and he owned it, and uh, yeah, apologized immediately. And yep. uh, you know, he, I talked to him about it. He was uh, he was upset that you know it did come down to kind of skill shots as opposed to um, playing the you game, know, really pinball play. And and in fairness to Ray, I don't know if you can see it. I when I did stream it, he plunged a ball on one of his shots, and it immediately it didn't even go up top. It immediately jumped to the out lane. Hmm. It was a crazy bounce. He did get a ball save, but there goes the skill shot, and that might have been the difference right there. So, you know, he he, he was just upset that it came down to that, and that's what he said to after. I just I don't mind losing pinball. It just it's too bad it really came down to skill shots. Yeah, he wouldn't like that first dominoes tournament then. That was all the skill shot, if I remember. <laughs> it was all yeah, it was terrible. It was another example of where a game went down early, and those guys in Buffalo replaced it immediately. Yes. That's how you got to do it. You have to do it. In that case, they were probably ready for that to die. <laughs> yeah, I bet you they were. <laughs> I bet you they were. Yeah. FLR was ready for it. <laughs> yeah, modern. I know. He was doing, he was doing a it. dance. <laughs> so did you see anybody else out there in beautiful Vancouver? Name some big wigs you saw. Some big wigs I saw? Hmm. Well, a lot of great great players and some people from Western Canada they Hadn't really met before, and Jody and Derek and uh, Eden Stam. I'd, I'd, oh, I'd seen him before at uh, Pinburg, but uh, you know he had to represent out there in BC. Um, a lot of there were like twenty-five people from Seattle and um, and Portland, and even up from San Fran. Like Gene Wong was there, the O'Neills were there, Robin Lassonde was there, and uh, didn't didn't pop a baby. We was kind of hoping she'd pop a baby in in. Uh, <laughs> Canada, the kid probably would have won novice right away and been the Canadian too, although that would have hurt me and my Canadian stats. So maybe <laughs> it was best that she held on to that, kept the bun in the oven, so to speak. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> but yeah, that well, was, uh, I mean, what a, a great tournament and uh, bigger than last year. Really, really enjoyed it and uh, looking forward to Pittsburgh Pinball Open. Speaking of Papa tickets and another Papa Circuit event this weekend. So curious to see how that'll be i know a lot of new york guys are going to that so boy you got you got no breaks that's going to be the old papa format right yes it is it is ron and uh again that's a tough one i mean the, the pressure's on like it just it, it's so frustrating when you have a bad first game like do you do you avoid the ticket or do you keep going play a little bit of defense 
do you get some practice in? It depends. You know, later in the tournament, I had a bad first game. I avoided the ticket right away, went right back at it. So a little bit of, you know, eat 10 bucks there and try it again. But um, pop a ticket, I think, really, and I say this because I'm not good at it, I think it benefits better players. I think, oh, it does. Yeah, better than the pump and dump. I only qualified once on that at Papa when they had that format. That's good. One time. But I qualified I've, three times. But I've wow. qualified, I qualified at Allentown most of the time, and they used that format. And I think Pintastic I've qualified because that's what they use there too. I actually took the top seed in C one year. So you won? No. Oh. But I took the top seed. So you, you got money. I got money for being the top seed in C for qualifying. And then I just bombed after the, first, after the second round. Oh, my. Yeah. Complete failure. That was my jackpot one. The jackpot failure. Oh, the jackpot failure. But you like jackpot. Or no, you hate jackpot. That's I hate right. jackpot. That's right. You like pinbot. Okay, I got it. Yes. I, got it. I got it straight. Well, I'm just glad uh, to be on the show. I'm glad I'm not one of the uh, travel ban countries so far. It's uh, very <laughs> nice to be talking to my American friends. And uh, I know we're being listened to right now by Border Patrol. But uh, uh, my goodness, what a... What a polarizing time in my uh, second favorite country of the United States. What what's going on? Did they did they strip you, search you again and give you the old uh, glove treatment? Only because I asked. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Roll over, <Ruderum. laughs> yeah. uh, no, I don't no, get, I, I don't get into politics because guess what? Everyone else does. everyone else doesn't fit Facebook. I just go whatever. Have a nice day. I'm just going to stay happy and smiley about this. There are two things I do not talk about in a, uh, you know, one-on-one with the people I'm close to, but certainly not on a platform or a social media or, or radio airwaves podcast. I don't talk politics. I don't talk religion because I don't want to, I don't want to offend anybody. And, uh, you know, I, I love people on both sides of the uh, coin, so to speak. And, and you know what? It's uh, every person's. That's the great thing. You have the right to whatever you want to do. What's going on in pinball, Bruce? Uh, pinball. Let's get to the, back to the normal stuff. I hear some podcast started a new stream. Yeah, that would be our podcast, Bruce. Oh my! Oh my! Is that the YouTube one? Uh, well, we're on Twitch, and I also uploaded it to YouTube, so it, it, it is up there. Uh, we began, I did the inaugural stream. Well, I said inaugural, you right? Yeah. You failed, actually. Well, how did I fail? What would you say was your first game you were going to stream? Uh, oh, Black Knight. And what did you stream? Uh, Stargazer. Okay, so what did you do? Well, the lighting was better, number one. Number two, there are like 15,000 Black Knights. There's 800 Stargazers, so I figure that's a little less common game. I agree. I agree totally, but it was a good. It was good. You are almost on for an hour. Uh, yes, because I had to go to work. That sucked. Oh, really? That was, was Saturday night. I popped in for a couple minutes when I was at league. Yep, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm I am going to do Thursdays from seven to eight. Oh, that way it'll lead into the the bro show. Ooh, ooh, wow! Do you get to talk more now? I thought I talked a lot. I was pretty damn talkative. Nah, not enough. Not, not enough. See stream TV. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> must see stream TV. What's the next game that we should be seeing this Thursday? It's pro. It's probably going to be a big game. Cool. It's going to be a big game, and then we'll probably do some newer stuff. 
because people get sick of the older stuff, I'm sure. You guys are onto something, and 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 the bro guys have been doing this for a long time. We see, you know, people on Dead Flip all the time watching these streams. It, it's really when even just the stupid iPhone streaming I did from Vancouver, the comments I got from people like, "Thank you, we don't get to watch a lot of live pinball or streaming or whatever." You know, our friend John from from Aussie made a comment about it too. So. Especially when you pick a game like Stargazer, where there are not a lot of those games out there, and uh, and I can't say I've ever seen a stream of big games, so I think I think it's really a big deal. You know, I was uh, very very lucky and fortunate to be a part of uh, when Total Nuclear Nuclear Annihilation came to Ed Robertson's house, game number one, and and Jack Danger came up there. That that was a big big deal, and and seeing the feedback that came from that, and so. I'm looking forward to watching your streams too, because uh, that, 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 especially a game like Stargazer. You know, I, I played it maybe twice. Do you sit there and you roll over the star? Do, do you kind of little backflip a little bit to get the star lit nope. a few times? No, no you don't. You can't do that on mine. Oh, you've oh you got the, a Scott code in there? No, no, no. I have the flippers set properly. The, yes. the, the game is the game is not made so you can trap easily. If you can trap right. it easily, then you can yeah just flip it back and hit the rollover over and over and get all the zodiac yep. symbols. Get get the spinners lit and you could just sit there doing that over and over. Can't have that. We can't have that. Okay. But the thing is, if you actually have the flippers set properly, like Ron does, the spinners are actually easier to hit. Oh. Yeah. The the flippers go down quite a bit. Think Ghostbusters. Yeah. That's that's kind of. I'd rather not. <laughs> good point good point i'm sorry i'm sorry i brought that up full point oh, just, uh, full sorry. point what a, what a what a what a game i mean oh, at first didn't we all think oh this looks great this looks fantastic and it then looks you play fantastic. And you're like, i never uh, want to play it again nope do not nope. miss it so what did you think of total nuclear annihilation was that the first time you played it oh, oh, game one yeah it was uh you know what it's heaven it it, it is such a fun game the sound i thought Daft Punk was in the room with us. It was just so loud and so in your face, and the shots were good. the The lock mech was spectacular with the you know the drop targets and going behind the drop targets, uh, and then and then you have to what do you have to do? Get the reactor lit by a bunch of shots by hitting the the three by three grid enough times. Then you you hit the reactor, and then some shot somewhere on the on the play field. It basically uh, blows things up, and it could be the pop bumper. Scott Denise would tell me, "You hit the pop bumper." I'm like, "Who does that?" And if that's what you had to do, and uh, it was so fun. It's just a good flowing game. I mean, that's a big risk, don't you think? To to come out with a game like that without a theme and and you know make it great. Uh, you know, you've got how many people are going to be interested in the game that doesn't have a theme look at you guys talked about it dialed in at expo last year people like what cell phone but is that now not one of the greatest games it is and we all said it in the beginning like we loved it i actually didn't mind it yeah you guys were on it right away you're right because we saw the potential with the play the field the play field was rocking the rules were good for being the basic rules that are incredible i like the game i will get one eventually we just got to get bruce to play total nuclear annihilation you're the only one who hasn't played it yet. I'm not. The, whole, I can... the, whole, the holy grail of uh, pinball, Pinside, didn't like uh, dialed no. in right away. Yes, but Pinside <laughs> loves out. Total Nuclear Annihilation. I will oh, be playing okay. it this weekend, I hope. Ah. Ooh. Really? 
Yeah, really. Really? Uh, well, okay. Pocketeer? It's going to York. Oh, oh, oh my. Oh. York Pinball, Joe Newhart, a friend of the show, is going to have one in his booth. Now that's Great. this weekend? Really? That's this weekend. Oh, now Ron's a little interested in going to New York, isn't he? No, no not six-hour drive? No, I'm not interested. A six-hour drive. Yeah, exactly. Nope. Well, I go, I'm going there for getting rid of a game and buying a game. So that's why I'm going. So right. streaming will now be Thursdays, 7 to 8. Follow us on Twitch. I'll be well, – because Thursday will be Slam Day, Slam Tilt Day. I'm just, Post the uh, podcast – and then I'll have another little note about the stream and what game it's going to be. I'll try mm-hmm. to keep it every Thursdays. I might skip one here or there if I'm busy. You know That's what, Ron? I, I am amazed that, uh, you know, I know when you record, I look forward to Thursdays so much. I, you know, I, I usually have a big drive on Thursday, which is perfect for hearing Slam Tilt. But I'm like, I want to get and, – and I kind of know some of your guests in advance. By the way, thank you for putting me on this week as opposed to the next – Two weeks. I'm not going to spoil it, but uh, yeah, I don't want to follow those guys in the next few weeks. You guys <laughs> coming up, so thanks for getting me out of the way. <laughs> no, but we wanted you on. I do look forward to Thursdays uh, for for your uh, your podcast because it's, uh, it's it always makes me laugh. Um, my crappy little ones, uh, they just come out whenever I feel like it. And uh, what are they? Fifteen minutes on a good day. <laughs> Here you go. I look forward to a lot of podcasts, and yours is definitely one, Jeff. So, And I would love to be able to get multiples in the can and just release them whenever. That would be awesome. <laughs> I think I have six right now. There you go. That's what I mean. That, that's that's great. <laughs> but I was just I at an event, right, and doing the man-on-the-street stuff, uh, so to speak, and talking to individuals. Like I've got, I, I spent 25 minutes with uh, Jersey Jack himself. I'm like, okay, this is easy. Let's do this. So that's coming up soon, and then just some of the players and – you know, going to PPO, there'll be another bunch right there. So, uh, and it, it, it's not, it'd be so much harder for you to do that uh, with the long format, right? I mean, you guys have to have a few weeks off to have a few like that uh, in the can. Uh, so I 10, 15, 20 minutes, you know, I, my brain runs out of things to say. I'm like, okay, see you, bye, click. Speaking of in the can, you can turn the uh, camera off now, Bruce. I don't need to see uh, you in the bathroom. <laughs> I want to... Oh, oh my. Wait a minute, that's not Austin Powers going in the toilet. That's not South Park. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, I'm shitting on a can. I'm shitting on a con master. But, no, I, I look forward to all the podcasts out there. And if you notice, you're one of our friends of the podcast, and we always try to plug friends of the podcast. And I, I actually need it because I drive a lot. I drive all over the state of New York and for my job, and it keeps I me up. I can beat you. Oh, I know. You go across country. Well, hold on a second. So I, I, you and I think we both have the same car, don't we, Bruce? Yes, so I we bought do. a new one last March. So not this March, the March before that. Okay. And I'm, let me do the conversion here. Let me think. I am at uh, eighty thousand miles <laughs> in in eighteen months. Okay. I'm at ninety thousand. Oh wait, I got the car for my wife, and she had forty five thousand on it in two years. I put forty five thousand on it in one year. I win. Ron, do the math. Um, I'm not good with math. What, what, what was that? 80, 80 45, um, 45K? 80, 80 in 18 months, 45 in a year. I, I yeah, you win. did beat it. You did beat. But, by yeah. the way, I win by losing. That's yeah, you do. We both lose. We both lose. Yeah. <laughs> but you're uh, right. No, How many no. great podcasts are there out there? I love I, – I, I'm like you. I have no problem – you know, we all <clears> – <throat> 
praise Nate for uh, getting this whole thing kind of started with Coast to Coast yep. and and uh, that uh, other radio guy named Jeff. Now I'm the second best Jeff in radio because of the uh, Pinball Players podcast. He does a fantastic his, he just, job. He just released one today, and I love did his he? show. Oh, okay. He did. And uh, tomorrow. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to forget any, but uh, there, there's just there are a lot of, that you kind of you sample in here, and and I know you get this too. I've seen you guys uh, at big events where people you've never met before come up to you and say, "Hey, thanks, man. I listen all the time," and they'll show you their iPhone and 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 show you the episodes they listen to, and uh, boy, it really feels good. You never know who's listening when you do these things, and you kind of want to give back to the community and and have a wide range of topics. Sometimes the topics aren't good, are they, Bruce? Like sometimes. Uh, you haven't had it on, but maybe you get a guess that, oh, might tick somebody off. No, never. <laughs> oh, my God. No, 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 no. No, I just take, I have people pissed off at me. Yeah. I'm the main A lot pissed of off them, yeah. <laughs> yes. I have, picture, I have visions of Gary Stern listening to our podcast. I, I'm going to get these guys. I'm going to find <laughs> out. We're going to ban them from the factory if they try to come on. Yeah. Tour. When you guys gave out the cell number, money. <laughs> oh, Good job, Bruce. I know, I love it. Don't worry, you'll you'll feel it this year with uh, the stern. We'll be banned the from new... the fact. We'll be, I'll be yes. banned from the party. That's what yes. will happen. What's, what's the party this year called? Zach Sharp will come up. Nope, sorry, sorry, Ron, we can't let you in here. It's the orders. What's of the party get, get... called this year? I don't know. I forget what's... what they called it. Stern, stern. I think they I forget what they said. They called it. Who's the VIP? Because I wouldn't want to follow it uh, after last year's guest uh, didn't make it for the full year. Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. Adam West, but yeah, I don't know if I want to go to that Stern party. I mean, your your days are numbered if you go. I agree totally. So it's like the Madden curse, except yeah. it's some other curse. If you're the VIP, you're going to die. Yes. I don't know about that, but if, if Keith Owens telling the truth and Golden Girls is the next game, oh, uh, I'm going to miss Betty White, I'll tell you that. Yes. So who was pissed off at one of your things, man? I'd never seen that before. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me neither. <laughs> Let me, okay, let's give you a little backstory. So, you know, you got some people know I, I'm in radio, been doing it for 25 years. I have a classic rock show. So I am used to interviewing, you know, some of the classic rock stars, whether they're coming up to a concert, whether they have a new album, whatever the case may be, lucky enough to have access to some of these people. So, funny enough, here, here let's even go back further. At Pinburg, I get a notice uh, we're ready to do your interview. Uh, can you do it? And I'm like, oh, for crying out loud, I can't do it. I'm in Pittsburgh. So my buddy Colin did it. It was Gene Simmons. How good would that have been for Pinball Profile or any? Oh podcast, man, right? I would have fucking kicked ass. No kidding. I just want money. So, I just want money. Just give me money. Show me the money. Show me the money. So, and, uh, show me the money. Okay, Gene. Working on it again, but you don't get those opportunities that often, really. I mean, it, it, things have to work out. You know, they have to be kind of touring in the area you're. For me, my radio stations are at, and and they have to say yes. You know, so a lot of times they don't do radio; they'll do TV, but uh, they may do print. But you know, radios—we uh, don't always get the uh, first crack at it. And and in the Detroit area, there's a lot of great classic rock stations too. So, you know, are they going to do a Canadian one? Uh, yes, no, maybe so. Well, they said yes. I was in Pittsburgh, couldn't do it. So I had a few irons in the fire, so to speak, and one of them came through, and the guy who's been on my show four or five times now, always a good guest, entertaining, extremely polarizing, and I get that. The reason I interviewed this guy is because he had a pinball machine made after him, and I realize a lot of people do not like this person. I also realize some people do like him. 
So I interviewed Ted Nugent, which I thought, you know, I, I, I think about it. It was originally done from a radio show. And I talked to him for 25 minutes. So I took out a bunch of things that really weren't relevant for Pinball Profile, like uh, tell us about the upcoming tour, kind of things like that. Not relevant. And funny enough, the thing that the three or four questions I did ask him on Pinball Profile about pinball, I wouldn't have put on the radio station. So a little bit of mix and match there. Did he talk a lot about pinball? Of course not, right? I mean, he, he he had a machine made after me. He made a, you know, kind of a crude joke about, you know, people wanting to play with his balls. That's why they did it. And uh, and then I asked him, you know, um, I thought he would be good because he is a very good hand-eye guy because of his hunting. And uh, he said, no, not really. And then I talked about gaming and, and Guitar Hero. I didn't talk politics once. I certainly didn't get into any of the questionable things he said in the past and some people thought how dare you interview him well listen it's not an endorsement of anybody i interview and i've done what 75 of these things 10 at least 10 of them i've had people email me why are you interviewing that person you know i i get that but here's the thing about a podcast you can choose to listen to it or not listen to it i don't imagine out of all the ones I've done, that all of them are of interest to everyone. You cannot do that. It is impossible to please everyone all of the time. You can't do it in radio. You know, one time I had a, a 42 share on the morning show, which is really good. It was the best we'd ever done. To me, all that means is 58% of the people listening in that city don't like me. You can't please everyone. No. So I get that. I I don't let people, you know, stand on a soapbox and, and, and preach hate or anything like that. I'm not about that. But I did think it was a very interesting interview, and I do respect that people don't like the guy for things he said in the past. Totally get it. But there was none of that in the pinball profile. I wouldn't allow it. And as I said, I learned something new about him. I didn't know he donated to all the kids' clubs and everything like that. That pissed people off. Like, why would you let him say good things? Well, you already hate him, so nothing I do is going to make you happy. No, of course not. And I totally agree with that. But the thing that bothered me was, though, everyone brings up, lately, it's been negative stuff. And we are the kings of negative. And even that, I was like, wow, you know, what the hell? You know, it's a, it's a show. If you don't like it, like TV, if you don't like what's on TV, what are you going to do? Change the channel or turn it off. I'm not going to please everyone. <laughs> I'm going to piss off everyone, probably. Yeah, yeah. So, so some people, not some people, one person wrote, I've never listened to Pinball Profile again. How dare you have that person on? I'm like, okay, are you not watching the news then? Whatever channel has the news and someone says something outrageous, are you, are you done with that? Or do you watch every single show on that channel? No, it's not. I'm interested in interesting people on Pinball yes. Profile. And if you don't like that person, maybe you listen and you reaffirm that you don't like them or... Maybe you listen and you're like, okay, maybe I didn't really know that person. You know, I, I, I listen to uh, a lot of satellite radio, and, 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 you know, Howard Stern does some great interviews. He does some things that are off-color, but it's his interviews I like the most. Yes. And you find out things about people you had no idea, and I, that's really something I like a lot. And I know, I think Ron probably listens, too, just by all the George Takei references. <laughs> he probably does. Howard who? Howard who? <laughs> who? Yeah, exactly. I used to listen to Opie and Anthony, and that's that's where we when they do the when we when like when Ron make a comment and I'll go total dead silence. That's the joke. Yep. That's the best part of the joke. Let the person hang. And people still don't get that sometimes. They'll come, they'll come to me and go, 
you know, you, sometimes you leave Ron hanging. I'm like, that's the joke. That's it. If people don't really know me that well, hopefully after a couple episodes, they'll understand that I'm there to hopefully be entertaining and make you laugh. I do try to make people laugh. Um, I have a background in stand-up comedy. That's what got me into radio. And I, again, not all my podcasts are about pinball 100%. In fact, I don't want it to be. I want something on the side of interest, you know. I remember, oh, God, in February, uh, emailing Eric Stone because he just bowled his 25th 300 perfect game in, in bowling. I was like, I, I got to talk about that. Yeah, we'll get to pinball, but that's insane. That is insane. And so I want different things about people. So Ted Nugent had different things. Let's just say that. As I said, you can't make everyone happy. You really can't. Like Ron, I never make Ron happy. Silence. Yes, silence. definitely. There's a silence. There's a joke. Hey, Bruce, did you know there's an ACDC Vault Edition out now? There is. And they made changes to it. Yeah, they removed the drummer because he threatened to kill people. So we can't, have, we can't have, have him on there. That's stupid. They should have added Dirty Deeds. It would have been perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't cheap for him. The, you want to talk about a guy who had the best gig? I know. And screwed up twice. Yes. Screws twice. He was in the band originally. Got into a fight with Malcolm and got kicked out. Oh, is that how Chris Slade got in? That no, it wasn't Chris Slade. It was um, oh, guy. He was like with Dio. I can't remember his name. The, the the first guy. Then he left, and then Chris Slade came in for like one album, and and then Rudd came back. And it's like, okay, you got your gig back. I mean, all you got to do is like tour every five years on a on a world tour, play stadiums every five years. Just don't kill anyone or try to have someone killed. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. it. Sorry, I had to have him killed. So he's out. The subwoofer is back to normal size. Eight inches. Eight inches out of ten. You know, those two inches you might yeah. miss. And the window. It's is removable now, now, like it should have been in the first friggin' place. But it looks a little cheesy. How does it look cheesy? Because you can see the screws? Yeah, that does look a little cheesy. Yeah. And there's no, is there lollipops or not? I haven't seen the side pictures yet. Is there lollipops? Lollipops? About- oh, lollipop rails. I do not know. Okay. I didn't notice. But it's not as cool as mine. I have the early hell smoke, smoke edition. edition. Yep. Smoke edition, yes. I have the LED Pro, and I, I enjoy it. I wish there were stand-ups, but I, I don't like the lower play field at all. Um, so, you know, I, I obviously like the nicer bell. I like the LED. I wish there were stand-ups, but uh, I'm fine with my Pro. But that lower play field is, to me, I don't know, a bit of a disappointment. I, I know it's a different strategy when you play the game, but now it's removable and stuff. I'm like, eh, don't get it. So, uh, talking about Pinball Expo, Ron is going, I know. Are you going, Jeff? Uh, no, I'm going to stay married. I'm All right. New, uh... <laughs> no, I, I, you know what? I, th- that is a choice. Do I do Pittsburgh pinball open this weekend or do expo? And I was in Chicago last October. So, uh, maybe next year I'm, I'm not going to go to it. And I, I do want to go to it, but, um, you know, I just, like I said, I just saw Jersey Jack. So I know that big reveal there that no one knows is going to be Pirates of Caribbean. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. I never no, know. Nobody you, knows. Pirates of Caribbean? What? What? Yeah. No. Really? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just, uh, no, I, I think I'd, the Pittsburgh's a drive for me. Chicago's yeah. a longer, longer drive, and I love Chicago, but uh, just uh, it'll be next year. 
So Sternorama is coming out. Oh, that's what they're <laughs> calling it? Sternorama? It's going to be hosted by Jack Danger from Friday, October 13th from 8.30 to 11.30 at the Western Hotel. So Cash Bar with ID, autograph sessions with Dirty Donnie, and was a Zombie Yeti, which is now just Yeti, so they have to change that. What? Is that Zombie Yeti? Nope. He what? gave that up today. He gave that up today. What? Why? Yep. He's leaving the zombie name to uh, John Papaduke and just now calling himself Yeti because of what happened where they want to buy his artwork for Magic Girl. They want him to give up his Magic Girl artwork, not even pay him for it so they can make more Magic Girls from Deep Root. Deep, deep Root. <laughs> and I found out today that Root means something else in Australian. And in Canada. Yes, a Root means fuck. Oh. Yep. Wow, deep. So, so we were pretty so much correct. You were right last week on the porn thing. All right, deep fuck. All deep right, fuck. <laughs> that's what we're gonna get when you when you get yes. when you buy. <laughs> that's true. Wow. So the you're gonna get the deep fucking. <laughs> so the stern, the sternorama. You're gonna get the classic lineup of stern pinball yes. games. This is the that's reason why Rob's Yes, point. that's that's the first thing that caught my eye. But you're also going to play Stern Pinball. Like Star Wars Pinball, I mean. Ah. Ugh. Well, Ugh. And free beer. Free beer, but Star Wars Pinball sucks. The LE sucks. Wow. I want to see new code, and I know it'll get there, um, because it's a very good flowing game. It's a great flowing game, but it's just the rules suck. It's just not balanced yet, but, you know, listen. Uh, do, you, do you think, I, I'm sure there'll be updates. And uh, there, there were already some quick updates right after Pinberg, which I liked. Um, I am still holding out, and Zach told me they're they are working on it. I am still holding out for Batman '66 full code because I'm, oh, I think it's going to come up before that. the show. I think it's going to come up. Before. I, I, I hope so too because it, that, that that could be a great game, especially for those who don't have Dark Knight and the theme, the villains. There's so much you can do. So, fingers crossed. I have not given up on that game yet. Well, I had League Night this week. And uh, the gentleman has a Black Knight sixty, uh, Batman sixty six. He has all a bunch of new Sterns and other thing. And then, of course, he was all touting about his beautiful Star Wars LE in League Night. The max we can have is fifteen points. We play five games. You can get three, two, one, zero. I had eleven points going to my last game on Star Wars. <laughs> I got four million points after Ball Two. That's pretty bad. And I got a hundred million for my final score. No points. I finished seventh in my league. Can't blame Star Wars for you sucking, though. It fucking sucks that game. You can't blame Star Wars for you sucking at it. It just sucks. The game sucks. The rules suck. Everything sucks. 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 Wow. I would. I. I went back and enjoyed Batman '66. I would enjoy more Shaq. Wow. Shaq greater than Star Wars. Okay. That rule set sucks. You know what? I, I, unlike you, negative son of bitches, uh, I, uh, I, like to, I like to be positive. So, you know, I don't want to crap on Stern. I mentioned I love total nuclear annihilation, love dialed in. The Stern game that I really love over the last few years, Aerosmith. Yes, I great am game. so in love with that game. Great game. but Great game. I, Pro that, or premium. They're both great. I just want to say, stop fucking up the software! <laughs> Give him time. It's new. You know what? I mean... Oh, it's not new. It's four months. He hasn't done, he hasn't done an update in two months. 
Ah, killing me. Killing me. Hopefully Batman 66 will have an update, being that last expo it wasn't playable. Nope. So a year later, if it's still not to at least 1.0, that looks pretty bad. Yes. So I posted a picture, because uh, the person who has the Star Wars LE, we already had League Night on, posted a picture, as well send it to me, with George Takai being Han Solo, and I'm Chewbacca. He put our faces. That's pretty appropriate, yeah. Yes, I posted on Slam Bill Podcast, and do you believe we got a dislike? What? Somebody does not like George Takai. Who doesn't like George Takai? Oh, uh, I don't know. I, I don't understand that. I don't I'm a get big that. George Takai fan. Me too. Who, who is it? He was on our stream, by the way. He will be on all the streams. He will be Just on every stream. Know. He will be watching in the background of every stream. Yep. So good. Exactly. That's what I say. So that was funny. I was very happy. Ben, thank you very much for sending me that picture. It rocked. Uh, what do we have next? Oh, do 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 color DMD. So Ron. Did you take your color DMD out of Star Wars? Uh, Star Trek. That's been out of Star Trek. That's what went in the Metallica. Okay. So now you need to get another one then for yep. your Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. That's going to color DMD for Dirty Harry. I am psyched. I'm excited. What do they cost in the U.S.? Uh, it all depends. If you get the LCD, it's three sixty nine. If you get the L, the original one, it's three ninety nine. Yeah, they were going for 500 Canadian, which is probably about the same at uh, yes. Vancouver Football. I saw a bunch of people buying them. Yep, I would too, definitely. And it's a great thing. Color DMD. I'm still waiting for Star Wars. Star Trek, I mean. Yeah. But Ron won't need that Star Trek one, will he? No, I won't need it at all. He brought Star Trek LE upstairs, folks. And you know what that Uh-oh. means? That means it's going bye-bye. Bye-bye, one Star Trek. <laughs> Bye-bye, Star Trek LE. Thank you, Stair Climbing Cart. You rule. Thank you, Pinball Tilter. You're welcome, sir. All, all, all solo. We got that, that sucker upstairs. It's sitting in the living room with a blanket over it. So that means if anybody's interested in the Star Trek LE, please PM Mr. Ron through the website or through Facebook or through our Facebook page for Slam Tail Podcast. Home use only. Home use only. The very minimal place you you can see by the uh, divots on the playfield. There ain't that many of them. There you go. So now, why are you getting rid of it? Because that generally that and Lord of the Rings are considered the the best sterns in the last say fifteen years. He thinks Spider Man's better. Oh, Spider Man's definitely world's well, better. I love Spider Man. World's too. better. I have both. I have both. If you notice, I mean, here, here's here's the rule now. If the game is not fun for me, and or pisses me off in a good way. Meaning, like, Stars pisses me off, or Dracula pisses me off, well, I need, where I need to play again and again and again. If it just pisses me off, you're bye-bye. Wow, and that's what I'm happened, I'm sick of huh? playing that thing, hitting the flashing lights, trying to get the Kobayashi Maru, all the mode crap. It's just, I love the play field. I love the way it shoots. I just can't, it just doesn't do it for me. I'd play that, I'd play one game at that, get close to Kobayashi Maru, not get it, then I would go to the roller games next to it and have way more fun. Great show, Fitzron. It's a game that's not fun. 75 firm. Come on. Rock, <laughs> rock, rock, rock. It's right here, man. Roller games. Rock, 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 rock and roller oh, games. It is rolling, rolling, and rocking. So as I talked about, I'll be going to New York Pinball this weekend for a couple hours to pick up Sea Witch 2. 
Electric Boogaloo? See which two? Is that a sequel? It is sequel. Is it a new vault edition from Stern? It is. And I will be uh, dropping off a pinball lifter to somebody. If anybody wants anything else dropped off, please contact me before Thursday night. I can meet you at the show Friday. Since I will not be selling at the show, since I'm only going to be down there for a couple hours, grab and go. So, so you said weekend, but you're going to be there Friday. Friday, which is I consider the show a Friday, Saturday show, weekend show. Okay, fu- okay. Again, Bruce Isms for normal people. He's going to be there Friday. Friday. Okay. So PM me and we'll talk. All right. The one spoke to us. Oh, ne- Neo spoke the to one. us. The one spoke to us. He proved that I was right. Uh, he didn't prove you were yep. right. Split he second just... is better than Medusa. He sal- he, he confirmed that. He did confirm it, but did you didn't say the full exact quote, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm sure you will. Of course I will. Split second by a hair, only because I like the timed horseshoe loop. It's just still better. Yeah. Hurry, 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 hurry. hurry. <laughs> and then uh, he made fun of my uh, Williams for next. We're actually doing face-off. Probably next week, we're hoping, because we had so many topics. Plus, we have Jeff on, which is a great guest. But maybe next week, maybe the week after. We'll, but, but we will be getting to 78 Williams versus Gottlieb. <laughs> I think I think, I think, think Ron's just stalling about the Gottlieb. I, I had to play a Gottlieb that you would have loved, uh, Bruce. What's that? Mario Andretti. Oh, God. Third. Come on. It's got a thing that goes around. It's like it's 500 racing. million mystery shot. I don't know if you saw Bowen talk oh, about it. Uh, it wasn't in the finals. Like you couldn't choose it for the finals, but thank God. It was the qualifying games. Come on, the great Gottlieb rule set. Come on. Yeah, it's, it's Mario Andretti. Pretty bad. Oh. But you, you know what? Isn't it disappointing? Because some of those games are fun to play, but the rules just drive you nuts. Wouldn't it be great if they could just fix those rules? I, I would. I, I would enjoy playing Mario Andretti. Actually, yeah, if they I might could... even enjoy Shaq. If they would fix the flippers so you can't yes, trap everything under the sun, that's the first yep. problem, and then fix the rule sets, they might be interesting. Might be, but they're not. Bruce is so negative, but I think I a lot so of them would be, would be fun. They've got a lot of stuff going on, but when you can trap everything and you have some of the most ridiculous rule sets with the whole, like, the mystery awards and, and you get crap loads of points for no apparent reason and you don't even know what you did. Gladiators is the worst. Yeah. Oh, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, have and, and Street Fighter. Oh, Street Fighter? That's not even a game. Come on. Street Fighter 2 is a game. It's no, a pinball machine. It's no, terrible. I know what I'm saying. It's not even a game. <laughs> Come on. It's terrible. That's an insult to other games. That's it's... an insult to Shaq. That's an insult to the Big Hurt calling Street Fighter 2 a game. So, six episodes in the can ready for us for our pinball profile pleasures. I cannot wait. <laughs> wow. That's it. In the can... Pinball profile pleasures. Yes, they're subtle. <laughs> wow. Subtle, subtle things. Very good. Oh, I do mother. a little bit of editing, as you may or may not know. You know, I, I might take out some ums and ahs and things like that just to, you know, condense it or whatever. You know, it's feedback I've heard from people that they, some people like the short commutes or whatever, and, and the shorter format seems to fit a little bit better. The, you know, Vancouver flip out, which I was just at, and the Pittsburgh pinball open, those kind of recaps, they definitely take a little longer to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that I do a lot of producing because I hardly do anything. I think, actually, Ron, you probably do more, you know, with the great intros and extras and 
cutting out Bruce, just swearing out the top of his lungs. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> saying so bad, actually man. 20 times in one <laughs> sentence or pissing someone like off. like actually. So actually fuck yourself, both yep. of you. Yep. <laughs> See, most people, it's you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. Like any, any sports star is, you know, well, you know, then we know, you know, in the game, we know. But with Bruce, it's actually. That's like his. Actually. Yeah, exactly. We all have our crutches. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been doing this And for a long I have time. Ron. Ron is mine. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm the crutch. I do this. Uh, I've done this for a long time. I still have them, so they don't go away. No, they never will. And it's not like, I think Ron's the same way. You don't go back and you listen. Uh, you know, I, once they're done, I kind of, they're done. I've listened to them in editing, and then they're, they're gone. Next. Um, do, do you go back and listen? You know what I did, Ron? Because... I think I, I came on Slam Tilt, like I came on board by about episode, let's say 15 or 20, somewhere in that range. So I've gone back to the original ones. <laughs> and, oh, I, I'm going, I, I think I've got five done now. And, you know, if I were to do this on my own, it would be embarrassing. So I can only imagine how you, how do you feel, Ron? Have you gone back and listened to episode one where your voice might be a little higher. Thank you for coming. Like, and I do the same thing too. I do the exact same thing. And it's, uh, you know, you just, you, it's after just a two, three, four episodes, you're just so in such a great rhythm. You've got your style kind of down pat, but we were finding ourselves back in episodes one, two, and three. And, and it's, uh, it, to me, it's embarrassing. Yeah. I don't listen to any of them. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't listen to one. I have to go back and listen to stuff. So we got a gift today, Ron. We did. We did get a gift. One of our favorite listeners well, we, we talked about in the past. Well, well, we love all our listeners. Well, I love them when they give us free gifts. Okay, I'll give you that. Yes. Uh, Carl D'Angelo gave us multiple packs of the Critical Hit Match Play Edition. Sweet. We've act- so we've actually posted on our Facebook page. Please, if you're going to buy these, they last time the, the first batch sold out the regular set. Sold out really fast, so if you're gonna get these, order them ASAP. How many? How many did we get? Well, I told you we got two, but I really got four. <laughs> and I think it's great that you're giving them to guests of Slam. Yes. Oh, so yes. kind of you. Thank you very much. I'll give you a card. No problem. No, you no. Give a card. <laughs> well, what I was gonna say, Bruce, this sounds like a good giveaway. Yes, it I is. totally agree. But we have to figure out a contest that is worthy of these cards. Name your favorite Beavis and Butthead episode, and if I agree, you get the cards. No. No? Oh. No, no. What we're going to do is just, if you want to be in this contest, if you want to win one of these two critical hit match play edition card sets given by Carl D'Angelo, what I want you to do is this. Put my face on a pinball-related back glass or play field. You can also put Ron. Ron might give you extra points. If you put George Takei in there, it's even extra points. The best one we find, me and Ron are your judges. The most funniest one is going to be the winner. Most funniest one and two. Yes, one and two. And the winners will get these free from us and from Carl D'Angelo. Well, I don't want to win this. Uh, I want someone, one of your great listeners to win it, but I'm totally Photoshopping a South Park uh, toilet. Right now, with Bruce's angry face when he was fixing the yeah. game, <laughs> Buffalo pinball. There you go. But definitely, 
You got two weeks, so we're going to end the contest. Let's see when we'll end it. We will end it October 8th. So you must post a picture by October 8th, midnight. We will then pick it October 9th. Okay, you, you, re- you realize October 8th, midnight, is actually the beginning of October 8th. Okay. The what time zone? You, you got to do it. You got to do it like the insurance companies do it. 11.59 yep. and 59 seconds. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, October 8th, 2017. Funniest two, me and Ron will pick them, October 9th. Anyone's eligible. Even former guests? Former guests. So I got to ah. give, give Chance and everyone else. Are Stern employees eligible? Anyone. Anyone. So Anyone. Even, Foreign countries? Even that sharp guy. Even Canadians? Canadians, because these are so small, I can probably fit them. Okay. You know, small pack. <laughs> you know, we we always talk about small packages here, so. Oh, man. Wow, this is just <laughs> a heavy edited episode coming up, I this can tell. Very heavy. <laughs> very heavy editing. Uh, so, yes, we're going to give these away. Thank you again to Carl D'Angelo. And Thank you, you, Carl. If you want to get a set and guarantee yourself a set, please go to our Facebook page. Click on the link that we talk about Carl D'Angelo's Critical Hits cards coming out and get your set. Get two. Get one for later on and get one for when you don't play them. And then if you ruin that first set, you get the second one as backup. Hey, can I tell you something? I just talked to uh, Brian and Allison O'Neill and Gene and Robin from the San Francisco area, and they were in a huge critical hit, <clears throat> critical hit tournament. And they were all laughing about how much fun it was. I think they used four decks. I think there were just under 50 people in the tournament. Oh my God. And I've never played in one of those tournaments. I, I really want to. Um, but they said it was just an absolute hoot and chaos. And uh, it, it was the match play edition. And it's something I'm really looking forward to. So uh, I, I think these are a great, great idea for way to go, Carl. Yes. He, he, I can't wait to get have him on. I have not played it, but I've heard people who have played it. It seems like it goes towards the it actually evens out the play field. It seems like everyone who plays a critical hit goes after the higher ranked player. Or Bruce, you know you'd have a target on your back. Ron, maybe oh. you too if it was that level oh zero. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Certain... Do they have one that says the player must shut up? No. <laughs> That's the card I want. No. Nope. nope. Jim Belcito was in, Jim Belcito got switched in seven groups in I don't know ten rounds of play. Like it was kind of funny oh, and. Uh, it looks great. I know. It is fun. I, I can't wait to play it. And now, with hopefully this card set, we'll maybe have one or two of them at the bar. What a segue! What a segue! And actually, before before we segue into that, just to ruin your awesome segue, I just have one quick correction. I Because I, n- I never like being wrong, which is all the time. Oh, you are. Yeah. Dragon Fist. When I was putting it over during our little uh, our little segment last week, I said how the multipliers reset each ball. Oh, and what happens? It's a setting. You can make Thank it so you. they don't reset or they do. So, and I thought that's what they did out in California. It's possible. Oh, and there's sound to it also. There's well, yeah, there's, there's sound. There's speech. Well, yeah, yeah. According to Scott, his has speech. Yeah, so he, he still hasn't answered me when. Uh, hey, Scott, what, what what's going on? How does it have speech? He says there's speech, so we'll find out. Hopefully, one of these years. Does it just go? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. 
That would be cool, actually. Be fucking kick ass. Yeah. So you were saying something about the Silver Ball Saloon? Yes, bar updates. Uh, the electricity is done from my side. The pinball side, we have 100 amps of electricity. Ran 110 feet <laughs> with a whole new breaker box and all new outlets, 20 amp outlets. So we should have plenty of electricity for all the pinball machines at the Silver Ball Saloon. Which you ran into an interesting issue with some of your ROMs. Yeah. Because <laughs> you had home editions. It's like, oh, this ain't going to work. I have home editions on two of my games. I have home editions on uh, my Whitewater and my AFM. So I have to ask my uh, host buddy, whose birthday is today, to give me a birthday present and get me two sets. When am I going to be able to give those to you? When am I going to see you again? You will see me when you uh, have your stream with Mr. Tim. Ah, yes. The stream of Dialed In. And the mystery game. And the mystery game. Yep, the protectors are coming. So uh, also at the bar, we have the bar menu mostly done. That's cool. So that's a good food. Do the food have like pinball type names? Not yet, but we know what food we're putting. So that's is it, the first Is it like part. pinbot pinatas and... No, 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 no. No, no. Oh, okay. I'm but, so uh, excited for you, Bruce. That's uh, that's great. I'm looking forward to Yeah, when you see me, I'll have no freaking hair, no freaking eyebrows. I'll be freaking like 90 years old, gumming my food, going, Oh, my God, what did I do this for? I got it. Barracora burgers. Ooh, Barracora burgers would be pretty cool. You need a bunch of diner sound effects. Order up. Order up. There, there you go. Coming. So uh, now I have, I'm trying to get another game besides the one I'm getting this weekend. So what I want to do I, I want to get a cheetah. Hey. I wanna, wow. I want I a cheetah. That's not funny, Bruce. It's very funny. I put it up on Pinside, and I'm, now I'm putting it out to all the fans out of ours. Wow. All six of them. We increased by two. Kathy's one, and now Jeff is one, so we got six. My wife might listen. You might be at seven. Oh, we might be at seven now. You're blowing Just this thing up. This is going to be bigger than a Kim Kardashian nude photo on the internet. You watch out. Excellent. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Did you want to try to blow up the internet by putting up posts? Uh, no. Who knows? So uh, I am offering up trade bait for a cheetah. But that's my game, Bruce. What are you doing? It'll be our game. We'll always have cheetah. Oh, God. It'll be another hour game. Okay. I'll trade you Dragon Fist. Uh, I wish you had one, and I'd do that in a second. <laughs> I don't have one. But I'm going to offer up trade either my minty centaur with cash. Of course, you have to give me and your, your cheetah for my minty centaur, which is very minty. Brand new CPR playfield. And grounded now. And grounded. Grounded. It's certified grounded by me. Or the hot dogging. Ooh, Really? The hot dog with the NOS playfield. So you're admitting a cheetah is superior to hot dog? No, 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 but I know. No, that's pretty much what you're admitting. No, not because, guess what? I offered up a a centaur, and a centaur is definitely better than any stern. What? what? A centaur is better than any stern. Centaur is better than any stern? No, it isn't. How many? We're going to go back into this again where, you know, five balls are better than any stern. I I don't care. I don't care if it has five ball, multi ball. Wow. It it, it was a mechanical marvel of its time. I'll say that. 
But still is. It's still, still is. okay, but balls are popping. Had like eight ball multi ball or whatever the hell it was. That game was made in 1956. Yeah. Santar ripped that off. Yeah, but it didn't rip off the auto plunger. First one ever. Don't even go there. Your innovations are not good in Stern. The innovations are not good in Stern? Nope. First seven digits scoring in, in big game? First GI relay in Galaxy? Are you insane? No, no innovation? Look at no the play fields. Don't tell me I have to when defend you, Stern. You do. Oh, you are so cheap parts. high. Cheap parts. Well, yeah, that's why they play great. <laughs> I know, cheap cheap parts. and light. Superior artwork. Come on. Cheap parts. Easy uh, to break into underneath. Easier to... I, I don't care about that. <laughs> Who's breaking into games? Oh, back then, they used to punch through the, through the bottom yeah, the floor. Yeah, the bottom to get the coin box out. Yeah. Oh. That's why uh, Stern actually had to reinforce their bottoms with metal. See? A little tidbit you got in there. So that's what I'm offering up. Hot dogging or my centaur and your cheetah with cash to me. And my centaur is super duper, super duper nice with that CPR playfield and clear coated. And then the cheetah will come to level zero and everyone will be happy. And the cheetah will come to Silver Bowl Saloon. We'll have a stars and a cheetah at the same location. So look at it that way. You see, encourage people to come. Any repairs this week, Ron? Uh, I had to fix the flipper on the Stargazer that started to stick during the stream. So you got to see me adjust on the fly to a um, uncooperative flipper. Mm. So that was fixed. I, I forgot. There was some stuff I didn't put back on the star, uh, the Spider-Man after stop that we took off because we thought it was causing the flipper to stick when, in fact, that wasn't the issue. So I put all that back on. Okay. Um, everything else is working. Tore down the Star Trek, brought it upstairs, got everything ready for the, the incoming game, which is on its way. Cool. Uh, got nothing else. I tore down the... I have to tear down the Sea Witch. Zach came over. Hi, Zach. Hi, Steve Bowden. Zach bought a game this week. Oh, I loved his thread. That was great. He bought a Tommy. Tell him the story. Well, actually, I'll tell and him the, the story. Who, I'll tell him the story because you're story. doing all the talking, damn it. Yeah, he shows up at the guy's house. He basically says the, the game doesn't start anymore. It just doesn't hit start, but nothing happens. So he's like, okay. So he buys it, brings it home. Got it cheap. Got it cheap. Got it cheap. He, he turns the thing on, hits the start button. Sure enough, it doesn't start. Lifts up the playfield, looks down, sees that the wire had come off of the start button switch. That's it. Sire the wire back on. Boom, game starts. Great buy ever. Yeah, you really got a good deal on it, too. It's missing the topper, though. Yeah, which... Which, which, honestly, most of them are missing. Like, I didn't even know it had a topper until I saw the first one. Like, oh, someone put a silver ball on it. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Where do you buy that? It's like, no, that's the way they actually came. Oh, and we were talked about on three different podcasts this week. Head to head pinball with Ryan C and Martin talked about us talking about I forget what game we were talking about, but we were talking about oh the uh, AFMR with the flippers. Ah, oh, and Ryan Ryan C. Just to let you know, Sea Witch did not rip off Fathom because Sea Witch yes. came out a full year before Fathom. Yes, it was the other way around. So please apologize to Stern. Thank you. <laughs> the Collective Podcast brought us up again. 
because they were we were talking about the uh, freedom prototype. We're going to agree to disagree, but I do like their show when they talk about pinball. They do bring up some good to- points about pinball, so they are one of the ones we will now recommend. And Nick called you out, one of our former guests. And he can call me out anytime. Guess what? It's not a straight shot. You know what happens when you hit that <laughs> shot. It bounces, especially on the right-hand side. It bounced a lot. Is Nick's tour still going on? No, it's done, so we need to get him back on. Ah. But you played Nick's, and you thought the same thing as I did. I like Spanish Eyes. I love Spanish Eyes. Great game. I like Old Chicago. Here's your high. I'm in love with Sonic games when the flippers work. Sonic games are great. Oh, they're so fun. So help me find a Cheetah or the Sonic. uh, What's the one that we were calling about? What's the one I talked about two weeks ago? Oh, the mini one, not the wide body. I know the one you're talking about. What's the game again? Gamatron. Thank you, Gamatron. Gamatron. Good luck. Gamatron. Or you could just go to Texas and play it. Gamatron me or Cheetah me. And then we we were on this week in pinball. First time ever. Yes, I, I, I guess putting those YouTube links that does do something. We, we have hits on them. Yes. Like 20 hits a piece now. Yes, we're rocking and rolling. We're rocking and rolling. We have uh, dislikes. Yes, we do have dislikes, and I laugh about that. <laughs> Bruce time. is hilarious. Like, can we find out who that is? Like, and do what? Call him out. Call him out. Hey, you Call disliked this asshole. <laughs> it's like, no. YouTube likes. Dis- yes, they do it all the time, Bruce. It's the internet. You're anonymous. They, 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 they don't, they don't track that. The only thing they track is where it is, so I can see whoever is disliking us, they're in the U.S. But Australia loves us. They're liking all our videos. That's a great what will Canada choose? But hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about it this week in Pinball about the Laser Lord. Oh, yes, the, the Laser, the saga of Laser Lord. And we were the only podcast that even talked about it. See, we are that was a little... great story. That was that was uh, interesting, though. I love that story. The one says he wants to get a hold of it because he he wants he'd love to play that thing, even though he thinks it would play like crap. The one needs to get it because he's in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, go get it. You know what? It's only be five thousand. About the one, it's now as we get. Well, uh, this will be coming out just before October. The one's going to have to wear pants soon. That's going to blow. That's going to be really tough for him. No, he won't. You think he wears you shorts? You watch, he'll be freaking shoveling snow for the first time, probably ever, in shorts with no socks and his, his California sneakers. Definitely. I'm putting it out there. Kate, send a picture of yes. the one in pants when it happens, if it happens. Yes, please. That'd be freaking funny. I wonder when she's <laughs> moving out there. I thought January. Send a picture of somebody's pants. That's weird. No, no, not of their pants, of them wearing pants because. I know, never- I get it. So, game you like, game you hate. Oh, that's right. We have a guest. We have to do this. We didn't do it with Tim Balls because he hates everything. And plus, he's been on so many times. Yeah, that, he's a you third know, host, really. He actually is the fill-in host, I think. If Yeah, he's like, um, who would have been back in the day? He's Don Rickles or um, Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. Or, or uh, what's his name uh, from uh, When Harry Met Sally? Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal also did it. Yeah, J- Joan Rivers until she got her own show on Fox. And ruined and everything. Was banned. And then was banned and never never spoke. Johnny never spoke to her again. Yep. And then Jay Leno kept up that band, too. What a jerk. I know. Jimmy Fallon had her on before she passed away. So she got I back got on the Tonight Show. Yeah. So, uh, game you like, game you hate. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. 
his birthday. Ron goes first. I'll go yes. first. Birthday girl, go ahead. I mean, birthday boy. What? <laughs> what does that even mean? Okay. Uh, game I like? Pinball. Very good. See? Great game. See? Yep, that's a old CERN. That's, that's their crossover from electromechanical to solid state. So there's electromechanical versions, which there ain't many. I've only played one ever. And then the solid state version. It's actually not a bad game. It's not a bad game at all. And I think I've already used it as a game I like before, but I'm, I've run out of stuff at this point. Um, Fail. Yeah, sorry. Game I hate? Split second. Just because I had to defend it doesn't mean I like it. This is true. That was part of the game. Hurry, 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 hurry. hurry. It's just not that fun to play. You look at it, it looks good. It's got that upper play field. It looks like it would be fun, but it just isn't. Just not not fun to play. Hurry, hurry. hurry. Yeah, the sounds don't match the theme at all. Actually, Well, they use the same voice in every game. (laughs) They have like the space sound effects in every game, no matter what the theme is. Uh, it just, nah, just never really did it for me. Would you like to go next, Mr. Teolis, as the guest? Sure. I kind of already mentioned a few games I love uh, earlier. We talked about Dialed In and Total Nuclear Annihilation and uh, Aerosmith. Great games. You, you're selling, you're going to give up a Centaur, another amazing game. But you know what? I still love playing F-14 Tomcat. Is oh, there something wrong yeah. with me? Because that is such no. a fun game. Nothing wrong with you at all, yes, sir. You are in the right mind. You know, the the only shot that's repetitive certainly is that uh, right orbit shot or whatever to get it up there. That's you know, you can do that all day, but it's uh, it, it is such a fun, fast game. I enjoy it a lot. And game, I don't even mind saying hating it because I really don't like it. I'm so sick of playing Big Buck Hunter. Wow. You know, hitting hitting the bird and it draining. You know, hitting the buck and it not registering. Uh, just not a big fan of that game anymore. And and I had to play it in, in Toronto's Canadian National Exhibition first ever tournament. It was really big, too. Um, it was kind of a 20 limited entry uh, tournament, best four or five games, whatever it was, and you go on to the finals. I even won the game. I still hate it. So it's it's not that I can't play it. I'm just done with it. You've lost Nick Lane now. Nick Lane now just totally disowned I, you. Yeah, but he put it in the tournament, though, so he even agrees it's a, it's a dud. Yeah, probably had to. Well, maybe that one he's considering, but he he has the original uh, sharp one. So yeah, see if if it's working, that's the that's that's the preface. If it's working, yes, I, I maybe. Know. Okay, I I, the, the need some kind of ball save then on that bird shot when the bird goes straight down the middle. Yeah, you, you get, get the rewarded bird all right. by. That's bad. I agree. Okay, there we go. There it is. There it is. Uh, Game I hate. Flicker. Uh, Another Laurel and Hardy thing. Yeah, Yeah. that's the only... I don't know that one. Bally, 1974-75. Terrible game. Terrible Bally. It's good for parts. Well, if you want Laurel and Hardy, just get Prospector instead. Prospector. Prospector, yes. Flicker, no. Game I like. I might have said this one before, but it's such a good game. You did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Blackout. (laughs) Blackout. Great. Williams. System 6, if I remember correctly, right? Yes. System 6. Yep. Great game. Great shots. 
great, you know, great sound effects too. Honestly, the eighty Williams probably can go up almost probably better against Stern than than Bally. No, no, Black Knight. They're pretty good games. Black Knight's right, right yeah, you're right at the right at the Blackout. end. Like December. Blackout. Black, and okay. Flash is being built and Flash is being built no, in eighty two, so No, yes, Flash is seventy nine. Keep keep no, it in its, its own l- year. Keep it in its 11 own year. Seventy nine has started, it ended. I was looking at the when it ended. Keep, keep it in its own year. Sorry. Doesn't mean when Flash no, when is seventy nine. Nineteen eighty nope. come on, you got firepower. I know, there's a lot of good games, yeah. so you can actually keep up with him. But those are the two I hate and like. So, are you ready for? I'd buy that, or I buy. I would not buy that. Oh, we're doing that. I got a couple. He's got a oh, couple. I gotta get online. These are awesome. Oh boy! <laughs> Ever since the bunghole, whatever that was. Oh, the bunghole oh. crane. The bunghole crane is oh. stuff of legend. Hold on, I gotta get on eBay here. Hold on. All right, go ahead. Ticket number two seven two eight six one two eight four zero eight two. It's a pinball. Hey, $620. Buy it now. Nine watching, including Bruce. Yes, including Bruce. 100% positive feedback. Oh, we got yep. pictures. Let's see what we got. Glasses on the machine, so Ron's already probably uh, mad. fail. Little wear in the middle. But for 620 bucks, a working stern. Okay, here's the interesting part. Look at the flippers. Okay. Look at the one on the right. Yep, Bally and Stern. That proves the difference. No, no. The one on the left is Stern. That's the original one that came with it. The one on the right is the newer style. So we need we need to go to pin, get this, go to Pinball Life, get the correct one, replace it, then take that one out, and then we'd have another spare. All for only $600. And 620 Yeah. But it is a good game. Yes, it's a good game. Let's look at it. It looks... Uh, yeah, oh, so, wow, the cabinet art looks good. Yep, the back glass looks good also. I'd buy this. Yeah, and it probably has a chime unit in it, right? Yes, it does. Okay. I'd buy that for 620 in Ohio, Columbus. Agree? Sure. Yeah. Okay, good. There we go, next one. Ticket number 222-656. Two two five nine nine two. Best back glass ever in Bally, pinball. Bally, strikes and spares. Now that would be um, Paragon. Uh, pinball machine is in excellent condition and has and was well taken. Well, t- oh, hold on. And was Bally strikes and spares working? Buy it now for nine hundred twenty-five dollars. In excellent condition. Pick up only. Eight seventy-five now. Oh, so you changed. Okay, you changed it. Let's see. Glasses on. You love that. Yeah, yep. he loves it. I love that. He had to retouch up the bowling ball, and a couple of the numbers underneath are retouched up. Also, I don't care so much about what the playfield looks like as long as it's flat, you know. And that—that's a game where you're certainly you going to have a lot of uh, indents from the lights. There's an action shot in here. The ball in mid pop bumper pop. Yes, it is. That's rare on a on an eBay ad. But overall, eight seventy five in Vermont, where there's nothing really up there. Is Steve Daniels selling it? Steve Daniels could be selling it. Who knows? 
backlash looks kind of I don't know. It looks weird. Yeah, it looks like it's a little little she it looks like she's got measles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of it's, it's just some I, I'd like to see a picture behind, you know, the backlash. Yeah. The back of it. Measles. Yeah. My wife and I are dealing with a little bit of poison ivy. Not fun. What were you doing oh. rolling around out in in, uh, in Seattle in the poison ivy? <laughs> no, it was in our backyard trimming some of the, uh, you know, the, I don't know, the, whatever you want to call it, the vines, I guess. Yeah, uh, that's what I did. I did that yesterday. Oh. And it's Canadian poison ivy. It's the worst kind. Yes, it is. I don't get poison ivy. No? I'm not allergic to it. I've actually rolled around in it. And I do not get it. Okay, you're landscaping at my house next year. All right, good. I'm there. It proves you're an alien. It does. So would you buy that? I would buy that for eight seventy five. Even with the back glass, I maybe can get them down a little bit more. But yeah, it's got to come down. Yep. But I think I'd buy that game for a good good starter. For somebody, that's a good starter. Last one, ticket number one three two three three four. Five oh four three one six Bally Supersonic Supersonic Electronic Supersonic Backlass looks pretty good. Yes, it does. Play field. We got some wear in the uh, the inserts, the S. Yep. But both S's. Not, not that. Uh, there's a big wear spot on the um... kick out. Top, Actually, it's yes. not even the kick out. Where the hell? Why is there a big wear spot there? Where know, the hell is that big... getting worn from? I'm confused how that got like yeah, the that. power to flippers. That's weird. This cabinet looks okay. Coin door looks really nice. Yep, coin door looks really nice. Cabinet looks pretty good. Six hundred and sixty dollars. Six hundred sixty dollars. So it's like only a thousand dollars Canadian. You're there. <laughs> Eight hundred right now, but uh, maybe a little less. Not that's not a bad price. No, I don't think so. Back glass is in great shape. The MPU board is clean. Some playfield wear, which he spelled right. That's good, but not bad for a game of this vintage. Which he's right. It's just clean and waxed. It's in Illinois. Yep. So if Keith, if the one needs a, another game, I know he's got plenty out in California. He just haven't got him up to Chicago yet. If you need another game, Keith, you can beat on. There you go. Come on, Bruce. What's one of these games? You're supposed to show us, like, shit games so we can make fun there of them. There has not been much You're shit You're ruining games. the segment. But I'm giving good deals out to people, so I'd buy these also. Uh, Black Sheep Squadron still out there? Oh, it's still out there? Yep. <laughs> Game sucks. It does suck. <laughs> that laser cue still out there, Ron? Yeah. Um, dollars 23 bids on the Supersonic already. I know. Started at four hundred dollars. Looks like uh oh, looks like me and you are bidding against it here. It's like the same two guys bidding it up. Great. Stop bidding against my game. Yeah, the funny thing is, it looks like it. I assume the zero next to it means they have no feedback. Yes. Yeah. So two guys with no feedback bidding against each other back and forth on this game. Hmm. Void. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys been burned on eBay yet? No, never. Yes. Seriously. I have. Bruce, bidding against me. Oh, well, no, but I mean, you. like, where you paid somebody and you never got what you no. paid for. No. I have. My wife did, too. She oh, bought wow. uh, two tickets to see a Steelers game, year, two or four tickets to see a Steelers game years ago. Something like 800 bucks, and just got, this is before StubHub, and just got 
nothing for it. So I'm I've been scared of eBay ever since. Ah, uh, that sucks. I think I found one for you guys. Ticket number one three two three three five seven six eight seven six six. Two thousand dollar pin bot. Mm-hmm. We're waiting for it. Wait waiting a minute. For it. What's with the cabinet? <laughs> well, wait, what's with the cabinet? Well, they put it in front of the garage door, so they're going for the treasure cove effect. They are going. Oh for the my treasure god! Cove. What happened to the cabinet? <laughs> Did someone get like a cheese grater and just go over the cabinet with it? I swear, I've never seen a cabinet this bad. Oh my god! They just get sandpaper and just start sanding. Oh wow! Did you see the wow. shipping? Uh, what? Why? What's the shipping? Go. Let's look down. Well, a I'm looking bit. at the pictures. Okay, well, look at the shipping. I'm, I'm looking at the bubbling mylar. Yes. I mean, but the playbill doesn't look that bad, if you don't mind the... Uh... Bubbling mylar and the insert. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, Pinbot is hard to find nowadays. This is a game they made... How many of these did they make, Bruce? Uh, about 12,000, 11,000. Yeah, yeah, but they're hard to find nowadays. Nope. No, they're not hard to find. Let's see, we'll ship... White glove and home delivery nationwide for five hundred dollars or less. <laughs> oh, I can't White wait to show you the next one. I can't wait to show you the next one. It's even better. I keep on finding these. Includes blanket wrap delivery to a first floor on ground level location, with the game set up on legs. Also, the location must be tractor trailer accessible. This is from Orange County Pinball, who just became a stern distributor. So, you see the gems they're trying to sell off. That's pretty bad, but I have a better one. So I this was two thousand. So you would not buy this two thousand dollar pin. Oh bot, god, no. No. Okay, okay. I'm curious about the white glove service though. That would be yes. interesting. Maybe I'll it's just buy like that. Keep I, the game. Well, I believe what that means is they carry it in the house for you, as opposed to just leave. It's supposed to just leaving it outside, and you have to bring it in. They will actually bring it in the house. I believe right. that's what it means. Maybe it's like a white Yankee Yankee thing, you know. Okay, next. <laughs> uh, ticket number 132-334-692-426. This one is the best. Raven, it's only $800. Come on. Okay, read the description. Then look at the description. Oh, non-working, complete project game. Cabinet has water damage from being left outside on a patio. Bottom panel is missing. Game does not power on. What? Causes electrical shock. Um, you want look at the front panel. Look at the front oh, panel. Oh, my goodness. The entire, <laughs> the, the entire cabinet <laughs> is separating. It makes the Laser Lord cabinet look good by comparison. It does. Game was pissed on by a skunk. The shooter rods rusted. The cabinet front part, both sides are splitting. And plus, it has no bottom. Oh my god. $800. $800? No, no. Don't forget the flipper rubbers that are, like, broken off. Broken, yeah. Oh. But look at the bottom. Did you see the bottom, how it's missing? Yes, I saw the bottom, how it's missing. You could actually see, wow. when you open the coin door, you could actually see the whole bottom is gone. Jesus. Okay. Only the are there. So would you buy this, Ron? Fuck no. Got would em. you trade this for your old Freedom Firewood, Bruce? No. No. 
God, no. But wow. yeah, this shows you the bad parts of eBay. Okay, yes, that is bad. Yeah. That is very bad. Yes. It's time to end it with the mailbag. Mail ball bag. The mail ball bag. I love mail ball bag. I'm sure you do. Here we go. We have an email from John John Cawson. Love John. Good day. <laughs> Good day, Surely mate. this is the true case why LEDs are justified. Just stripping down Bruce's favorite game, Time Warp. The heat oh, damage God. to the plastics wouldn't happen if it was LED'd earlier. No. No. Well, yeah. Well, also wouldn't happen if he used 47 bulbs and didn't leave exactly. the game on all day. That's the reason. Yeah. So no, the LEDs. play Time Warp with those stupid banana flippers. Yeah. Right with you on that one also. Even with regular flippers, it's not that great. So next one, this is from Andy C. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Caller, you're on the air. (laughs) I had a couple of questions stuck in my head. The last time I was wandering around Rochester waiting for the you-know-what to hurry up and open. What could that be, Bruce? That is the the Swilberger. Swilberger. What makes a pin good or fun? I admit to being a relative newbie to the hobby and haven't played a lot of different pins, making Pinberg a bit of a mine melter. But I wonder at times what it is about certain pins that makes me and pinheads in general enjoy them. It can't be just theme. I love Ghostbusters until I had to play it. <laughs> wow, for, for example, I still like to play it occasionally, but it hasn't held up. And I'm afraid the same may be true for Star Wars. Totally agree. Of course you do. I really enjoy playing Metallica, but I've only played recent code revisions, and I understand the game had major upgrades in that department, so I'm guessing rule set is involved. Then there are shots that just feel good. Getting four out of four to five stars lit on stars and nailing the spinner, hitting the drop targets on hot tip, and then nailing the spinner. Oh, yeah. Hitting the spinner on globetrotters. Hmm. Mm. Maybe there's a pattern here. Yes, spinners are good. Yes. Yep. Is the risk-reward in setting up the shots? Oh, is it the risk-reward setting up the shots? Is it the flow? Is it a lack of cheap drain potential where you don't feel tense just trying to keep the ball in play, even when you make shots? What do you think? I think it's shots, rules. Rules are big. Theme is actually third for me, like the lowest part. I agree. Like a Harlan Globetrotters, hitting the inline drop targets could drain you. Yep. So there is tension there, and I don't mind that. Yep. Shots are key. You know, a lot of those games with the very targets that are instant drains, that, doesn't that drive you nuts? Yes. Most of them are Eddie on Gottlieb's. Any <laughs> Gottlieb, I was just going to say, any Gottlieb will just drive you nuts. Genesis? What? Hello? Oh. Yeah, I know. What non-licensed themes would you like to see in a new pin? Are we past the point where a band, movie, or TV show has to appear in the game before it can make a profit or appear at the corner pub? Not that I mind all that much, but dialed in can't be the only new idea worth building a cabinet around. Well, total nuclear annihilation. Yep, total nuclear annihilation. What theme would I like to see? A slam chill podcast pinball machine. Oh, with me yawning when you start up the game. I want to see a Harlem Globetrotters slam tilt podcast retheme with the backlash instead of the players. It's like all our guests and me and you on it. That'd be kick ass. There you go. 
You know, but, but dialed in, the theme is Lawler, isn't it? I mean, that's... Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's old, oh, that's all stuff. Lawler. Yeah. When that's you, old we, stuff, too, yeah. I, I love it. And, you know, hopefully with the success of that, the next maybe Steve Ritchie game or a future Steve Ritchie game would be just a Steve Ritchie game. It doesn't have to be a theme, but I know it's... They've got the licensing, and, and they've got the money to get the licensing, and it's probably an easier sell, but really, uh, look at the excitement behind... You know, Lawler coming back and doing dialed in, and just it, it's it's just, it's the theme. It doesn't really. Sometimes the theme can turn you off too, right? I mean, I I know guys who doesn't love Metallica. What a great game! But some people don't like the band, so that might not enter their homes. Yep. You know, as great a game as that is, I mean, like, like Walking Dead is spectacular. I love that. I don't watch the show, but the game is so much fun, and the zombies are huge, right? I mean, uh, people people love that kind of theme. But it might not. It might be a bit of an eyesore to somebody's house. Yep. Or too violent for their kids. Exactly. Yep. I'm trying to think of original themes. I can't think of any. That's why they're original. That's why. Yeah. That's why they're original. I can't think of anything. As Budhead would say, "Thank you, O Great Master, for your wisdom." Andy Andy Saint Syracuse. Yeah. Sorry, Budhead. I I couldn't think of anything. I'm sure whatever it is, it'd have to be about chicks. Yes, scoring. Gore. There you go. I want a gore pinball machine. Uh, Excuse me, as a friend of uh, Mike Judge, you are using their likenesses and uh, voices without permission. (laughs) Didn't you guys ever like Hank Hill? Oh, my God. I'd love to see a King of the Hill game. What the hell? That would be cool. cool. Bobby, put down that head. (laughs) Propane multiball. Bobby. Bobby, get the hell over here. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. Let's get going. Going to go on to the next bill list. Be up down in the next email, man. Here we go. We got from Zachary from the uh, Street Down the Middle Pinball Show. Just wanted to stop by to say I love the podcast and the consistency of the releases. Great dynamic and killer segments. New Battle of Manufacturer Years is original, and I especially love games you like and games you hate. But Bruce. What's up with all the LED hate? I'm old. Damn you, I'm old. Can't see the LEDs are too bright for you. I need to send you a set of the new Pin Stadium light system for those old ballys that you can't see when you play. Ha ha. I can see mine perfectly because I have nice strong power to my 47 bulbs. I also love yelling at the radio when you condemn some of the newer pins. Oh, good. So he's yelling at us He'll right now about love Star-, Star Wars. Oh, God. Keep up the good work. Oh, my. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Zachary. Straight down the middle pinball show. I like this one. This one's from uh, this one's from Harry. And he, I like the way he starts it off. Hey, Slam Tilt Crew. Ooh, wow. We have, we have, we have crew the crew. The street a, crew. Maybe a posse. Mm, the posse. First off, I wanted to congratulate Bruce on his new venture. The Silver Ball Saloon sounds like it would be a great place to play, and I hope you continue to share stories on the podcast throughout its creation and development. Thank you. And please don't, I, oh man, I see Bruce coming on here. We had this customer yesterday, it was a total <laughs> asshole, and I'm going to tell you all about him. I'm going to give his name on the air. Oh no! Don't do that, Bruce. I also Much. have to give Bruce. A, oh, I also have to give Bruce a long overdue thanks for his tips and advice while waiting in line for the intergalactic tournament at Pinburg. See, I'm not a total asshole all the time. Just partially. I ultimately okay. placed somewhere in the 150s, but I was smiling the whole time thanks to the Bruceisms. Da da. Uh, quick question for Ron. 
Can you explain, oh, this is going to be embarrassing here. Can you explain how your one, now two game league worked? How many players did you have and what was the format for the league? Okay. Well, yeah, we're, we're up to two games now. And the league, the league's restarted. I don't really know how many players we have. We've, we've never had more than four or five show up so far because of football. We had up to like 10 or 12 for the last run. And as far as the format, I don't know what the format is. You're like Mr. Know-it-all. Yeah, I'm, I'm, when I say I don't pay attention to that stuff, I'm not kidding. I show up. Mr. Know-it-all. I play the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How can you not know the format? I don't know. I don't know the format. I literally tell me what game to play. I play the game. I try to win. I, I think there's a leaderboard somewhere. I think it's maybe it's on the Facebook page. I haven't looked. I wait till the end of the year and they tell me where I placed. And that's there you it. Go. I don't know if we're doing points or if it's just wins and losses or how they're doing it. I have no idea. I apologize for being wow. for being Fail. blissfully ignorant. Um also, I really enjoy the eBay Would You Buy That segment. Being newer to pinball, it helps me understand what to look for when reviewing game listings online. Yeah, look at the last two. You, oh my you don't God. need to be an expert to know that that's bad. Bad. When the game, the game doesn't have a bottom. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, it's bad. As a New Jersey player, I, w- I want to wish Tim Balls and the Pinball Princess best of luck in the Trash Talker Invitational. You carry the pride and reputation of three different states. New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, on your shoulders. Make us proud and stick it to those chatterheads up north. Woohoo! Keep up the good work on the podcast, guys. Best, Harry. Thank, Thank you. you, Harry. Nice. Oh, boy. Here we go. How long is this one? Oh, God. I'm going to go. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to go get a sandwich. Is this Stephanie? Yeah. Uh, there oh, you go. Yeah. I, we didn't even have to say who it was from. And I love them. I will do I my best too. to get through this here. And hopefully there are not too many really fancy words we have to look up again. God, I hope not. Dear Ron and Bruce, I apologize for yet again failing to fully catch up on the podcast and assemble my notes in a coherent epic saga. I mean, letter. I'm currently questioning Judge Tim Ball's split-second decision over Medusa. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, wait a minute. Didn't, didn't he go for Medusa? Didn't he change on one of them to make another one? No, that was the other one. That was the... Uh... While I understand that Medusa is pretty repetitive, that Shield of the Gods thing is wicked cool. And Split Second makes me want to scream at it every time it tells me to hurry, hurry, hurry. However, I have not played either game in some time, certainly not since Pinburg. And so I should not dare to fully question this judgment call. I will have opportunity to play both games in time and will do so with a discerning eye. Also, why the hell does Catacomb have toast on it? Is this game supposed to be convertible into a giant toaster? Or more realistically, was the design so forward-thinking as to plan for worn catacomb playfields to be upcycled into fancy bread boxes? Why is it toast? I agree. I totally it does, agree. It does look like toast. Also, I agree with Ron's evaluation of Sea Witch. Tim has a point about the spinner geometry on the game, but I have to say I wholly dissent with his abominable concept of skateball being a superior game. Which it was. No, it's not. For one thing, points have to be deducted for Skateball Guy's hair. That mullet and that stash. Second, (laughs) the right outlane is ridiculous. It's not a bad game by any means, but I cannot agree with that ruling. I would take the soothing sounds of the ocean and that sweeping riptide orbit any day. So would I. You never brought up the sounds of the 
of that. That would have definitely so maybe pushed you over the edge. Also, 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 I am going to stop writing along to the episode and actually look at my notes. Oh, okay. Ahem. I know this is roughly a month past at this point, but I must say that I sorely regret not finding a way to haul myself up to the Buffalo Pinball Summer Open this year. Had I been up to date on the podcast, I would have learned about the wonders of the food trucks, and that would have been it. I'd have made the casual overnight haul to Buffalo. Clearly, my priorities need some resorting next year. Totally agree. Totally agree. That said, being relegated to remote spectator, while not by any means as fulfilling as being there and basking in the energy of competition, even if you yourself are not competing, does have its perks. I do enjoy the benefits of overhead cameras. It is a wonder to actually be able to see the game rather than stand on tiptoe and gauge what may be happening by the backbox display on the rea- and reactions of others around you. See, it's very difficult to see even half the play field at respectful tournament spectator distance for me. That's true. She's because she's small. She's SML. The instant replay feature was much improved at the... Uh, Oh, she yeah, Buffalo Pinball Summer Open as well, and definitely enhanced the experience. I don't wonder if there will be a play of the game sort of replay after each game, the way there is in Overwatch, an online team-based shooter for the uninitiated. Or perhaps the instant replay feature could be adapted to instant replay, some amazing play from a different game that one than the one being streamed. Hmm. That would be interesting. That Let's break in good. and give a replay of this from this other game. The way baseball broadcast will show short clips of other games. Although even with a, lot of a, cameras, though. Yeah, a rudimentary understanding of streaming, the logistics of that, and the hell on machinery promises to be great that my head already hurts, so perhaps not. The remote spectator role also allowed me to attempt to listen to commentary and keep tabs on what was happening while not actively watching the competition. This failed because mobile data is a thing, but I feel it is a valiant attempt and it led to quite an amusing situation. Had I not eaten dinner and the rest of my family decided to get Wendy's, which meant that, damn it, now I wanted Wendy's. On my way out the door, YouTube audio ace streaming, I was speaking to my family, letting them know that I needed food. The stream was babbling on quietly in the background until suddenly a booming JT resounded from my phone and each syllable was drawn out Here to JT, because, of course, JT had disappeared somewhere in the middle of a game on Hot Tip. Oh, that's that's very possible. He disappears frequently. Let's see. Oh, Hot Tip. Or all Hot Tip jokes. May these jokes never cool down and finish. My mother and sister just stared at me, shocked that I had to slink away to a so you know my friends have a podcast. That was one of them. Okay, bye. (laughs) Clearly the person (laughs) I'm talking about was Ron. Clearly. Clearly. Another note on the Buffalo Pinball Summer Open. I am so psyched that a woman, Snow Galvin, did I say that right? Because she was on your show. Jeff, did I say that yep. right? Yep. Snow Galvin made it to the finals. Being a remote spectator means that no one had to hear me yelling excitedly over that. I was taking notes during the Buffalo Pinball Summer Open, and half of them are caps lock screeching about how happy I was. This reminds me the one thing I regret not saying when I was so graciously allowed on the podcast was to mock Tim Rant about how we need more women in pinball, except that my rant in jest would become a rant for real. Guys, we need more women in pinball. Hearing about women in pinball makes my heart swell with joy in a way that's hard to describe. It's something we need more of. 
I like the feeling of everyone who might like pinball belonging in pinball. I like hearing women like Snow on pinball profile. I love it. I need more. All inclusive. She's right. She's right. You know, there's a girl, Sarah Little, who, uh, a girl, sorry, a woman, Sarah Little. Uh, I say a girl because there were a bunch of girls in the novice division. I was going to mention that. But Sarah Little, my goodness, she good. She made it to top 16, I think, maybe even higher in the uh, the main. And uh, I know she did well in classics, too. So it, it's it's not a matter of, it's never been a matter of skills. It's just a matter of participation. So, you know, as I've said to Robin Lasson several times, you got to, just got to come out because anybody can win, male, female, young, old. It doesn't matter. Just got to come out. She continues on. Before I leave this subject, I must mention that I made a speech-to-text note on the pre-Buffalo Pinball Summer Open episode about Bruce's amazing caffeine habits. Yeah. I tried to say caffeination, and my phone eventually started correcting it to caffeination, and it also changed it to calf Asian. <laughs> what? Yeah. I like Asian calf, please. Asian calf to go. Awkward audio notes that amount to 24 second clips of me shouting a note into my phone, accidentally making an innuendo, and nearly running myself off the road cracking up. I regret to inform you that I have proof that can be produced upon request are frequently the direct (laughs) result of travel. I had intended to sit by my computer while listening to Slam Tilt so I could write something somewhat eloquent instead of cackling about how Bruce can't get his Grand Prix (laughs) working. But life decided otherwise, and I ended up listening to much of the broadcast podcast while in Florida. Just not on the phone because you can't hear Jack on a phone, sadly. While on the oh plane, plane, sorry. (laughs) Oh God! While on the awkward penis of America. The huh? awkward penis of Florida. <laughs> the awkward penis of America. Okay. In addition to passing by an elderly person on a tricycle, tricycle, an elderly person in Florida, who would have thought, on a tricycle in the turning lane of a four-lane road, I made my way to Oviedo. Oviedo to visit the Pinball Lounge. I have to say I was highly, highly impressed by the diversity and quality of the games. From 8-Ball to Star Wars, each game was well-maintained, and I spent most of my afternoon there discovering that Funhouse is actually pretty cool. Star Wars Hyperspace Loop is freaking sweet, and Black Hole is, um, well, it's Black Hole. I agree. I'd rather play Black Hole than Funhouse. Yeah, I'd rather play Black Hole than Star Wars. I'd rather play Funhouse than any of them. I agree. That's what makes the world go round, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, the staff there, while not being directly related to the lounge operators, who are readily available via text should you encounter a problem, were incredibly friendly, and the bowling alley the lounge is a part of is pretty sweet. I would definitely recommend anyone go there for a pinball or bowling or both. So where is this? This is in Florida? Yes. So is it called the Pinball Lounge? Yes, the Pinball Lounge. Whereabouts is it? In, uh, what's the name of that? Ovi- Ovio. Ovidio. No, or, I'm just... Is it close to Orlando or where? where is yes, it? yeah, it's about an hour away. Okay, Florida is actually dotted with several pinball machines. I found, including fifty dollar, uh, yeah, dollar fifty $1. Avatar and Star Trek LEs what? at the uh, airport. What? At the airport? Yep. yep. Wait a minute, they have they have them at the airport? Yes, not at the airport, but it's in. De- it, the problem is this: it's past security on certain airlines. So, if it's say a JetBlue and you're on Delta. You can't play those games because you can't pack past the security there. Because, you know, you have to go to security and then you go on a train and then you go through the security batch. So you can't get some of the games. 
Oh, yeah. And beta code kisses at hotels. Yeah, bad. Yeah, that was bad. That was pretty cool discovery. Informal tone aside, this is 1,300 words. Hi, Jeff. Bye, Jeff, he says. <laughs> Player 31915. P.S. Bruce, I started this after I last messaged you. Holy shit. That was at 645. And she sent it to us at 845. No, sorry, no, 833. 833. So she was actually early. So that took her two hours to make that. Not even. Mm. Wow. I'm 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 worn out. I feel I'm like worn Ted. Out too. I feel like Ted in, in Roadshow. I'm all worn out. I'm shutting down. Mm. If you read dun, emails at dun, the start of the dun, show, you'd be spent. So yes. you have to save them for the end. Dun, yes. dun, 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 God dun, loves Ted. That's great. Dun. I love her. Playing way too much Roadshow lately, I have to say. Yes, I'm so sorry for you. Oh, I got all the way, th- you know, I, I got all the way through all the cities, and I got some kind of alien. I got some kind of alien thing that didn't really do much, and then it started again. Yeah, then you got to do the other cities. What do you mean the other cities? The ones you miss. Really? I didn't yes. think I missed any. No, you missed a fun game. Because oh. the fr- problem is when you start in the beginning, then you have a split after the first round. You either go to Florida or you go up to uh, Nashville. So whatever one you did, the first round, you have to then do the opposite one the second round. Oh. It sucks. Oh. Or Atlanta, you know, so you go through that. I don't know. It's quirky enough where I, I find it fun. It's goofy. I like goofy games. Then you're going to love Star Wars. No, that's not goofy. That's in-your-face action. Steve Ritchie style, baby. You love it, Bruce. No? You don't? No. 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 Okay. So, uh, let's pay some bills. Pay some bills. Uh, www.pinballlifter.com. I will be going to the York show on Friday only for personal. I'll not be selling it to show this year. So if you want something from me, please PM me today, which is Thursday, and we can hook up and meet up. Pinball star, Joe Newhart, sells now American Pinball. He sells Spooky. He sells uh, Chicago Coin Gaming. And he sells JJP. Get all your games from him. You got Ron a great deal on uh, Dialed In. Tell him we sent you. And he'll be at the York show also with a TNA. So Total Nuclear Annihilation will be at York in his sh- booth. So Chicago also, Coin, man. He's, he's really going old school with some of his sales. Chicago Gaming Coin. Wise ass. Yep. And, and yes, I know you are. And then uh, Flipper Fidelity, Mr. Poopo. He sells a brand new Sterns and brand new Stern uh, authorized mods, and he also sells the best sound systems for your pinball machine. Uh, check him out at uh, flipperfidelity.com. Tell him we sent you, and don't forget we make nothing off this. We're just doing this out of the goodness of our heart. www.thesilverballsaloon should be up sometime this week, so you can check out the counting the counting down days to our grand opening. Jeff Teolis, would you like to plug anything? Uh, well, I was going to do Silverball Saloon because uh, yes. I'm so excited for you, Bruce and uh, Kathy. Yes. It's, that's great. I can hardly wait to get out there, and uh, it's great to see that kind of passion. I've got friends who do that here in Canada. Uh, Dan Beeson has done it with Tilt in Toronto on Bloor, and he's got games at Cabin Fever, which, you know, uh, Gene Wong came up to Toronto for some bodybuilding, camera shooting, and uh, brought him to cabin fever he was in love with the games there so uh some good places around here but i definitely want to see silverball saloon very soon 
Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. And we need to plug uh, Jeff Teolis's pinball profile. He's got six yeah, in the can. Like we start hearing like soon. It. Whatever you want. <laughs> it's it's fun, and uh, you know what? I, I love plugging you guys, and and I can't thank you enough. You always seem to find a way to mention uh, my little podcast, so that's very kind of you. And uh, right back at you. We promote the people we like. And I think we promoted all the other podcasts so far during the show at some point. And we haven't reported a couple. Okay. A couple, couple we've blown off. Okay. A couple drive <laughs> batty. Uh, let's see. Uh, no, we, we mentioned Steve Outen, Fumble Bonus. We did. Also, we Tim, Zach. Tim Sexton, Tim Balls. Tim Balls, definitely. We'll be seeing him hopefully in a couple weeks when you finally get your protectors. So uh, I think after Expo, you'll be seeing us, all three of us together, on a Twitch feed near you. With Dialed In and a mystery game, which I cannot reveal. I cannot either. So this has been episode 62 of the Slam Till Podcast. Thanks to Jeff Teolis once again for joining us this Thank evening. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Hopefully you can get some sleep now. <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? So we can be found out on Facebook. Just search for Slam Till Podcast. We are on YouTube. Our episodes are uploaded there, and the streams are updated there also. So just search for Slam Till Podcast on YouTube. If you want to see the streams live, you can go to our Twitch channel. We are on Twitch. I will be streaming Big Game at 7 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, this Thursday, mm-hmm. when the podcast comes out. So that will be the 28th. Please send us correspondence to slamtiltpodcast at gmail.com. Or hate mail for me. Or hate mail for Bruce. So thanks to all our, thanks to everyone out there. Thanks to all our listeners. Episode 62, Pink Panther Strikes Again. Say goodbye, Bruce. Goodbye, Stacey Gepetti. 